Hi there, are you fed up with your wine belly? Embarrassed about your booze boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. everybody and welcome to today's podcast and today I want to talk about fake news. In the mainstream news just recently there's been a lot of hoo-ha about this and many political pundits seem to have their hair on fire about a rampant spread of fake news articles. Uh, You know the uh, enticing sensationally unbelievable links that appear in your Facebook timelines. Uh, Let's see, for example, one suggesting that Donald Trump won the election is going to be President of the United States. Oh, okay, well, that one's real. But seriously, stuff that has a bit of a whiff of truth about it, but actually is completely false. And there seems to be some alarm that Russia is somehow responsible for this. Um, Russia, who is supposedly responsible for cyber attacks uh, on the US and is somehow also spreading fake news that somehow swayed voter behavior in the recent US election. Well, it is tempting to believe that America's just looking for someone to blame. And I know how you feel, America, because I'm British and I'd be happy to blame Brexit on the Russians too. But Seriously, doesn't it seem a bit far-fetched that random stuff posted on social media would have any effect on voting behaviour or any other behaviour? Because after all, we're all rational human beings. We check stuff out when it's important to us. We verify. Okay, we don't do that. And this is because we are far more rationalising than rational. And putting aside the political implications of this, which I'm probably not qualified to talk about, in the arena of boozing habits, which I am very qualified to venture an opinion, uh, this is very apparent. So we've all seen the so-called research articles that are gleefully shared on your social media uh, timelines, such as man lives to 120 years old just existing on wine and lard. Oh, a recent one, which says, drink three glasses of champagne to keep Alzheimer's away. Or my personal favourite that's going around at the moment, which is one glass of wine a day is equivalent to going to the gym. So it's really irritating to those of us who have quit or are trying to moderate. But not really an issue, maybe. Just a bit of fun. Doesn't really matter. Well, it does. I believe it has an effect. And here's why I believe that. First of all, if you read some of these research articles or scientific articles, they do have a kernel of seriousness or credibility. We all believe that in some way that red wine is somehow good for us because it somehow activates those free radicals or whatever it is. No one really knows why or exactly how red wine is good for us, but we have all accepted the premise that red wine is somehow good for our heart. So an article about someone living to be over 100 who's drinking wine every day 
would reinforce this belief, even, it does, even if it does seem to be a bit too good to be true. We do tend to accept this premise. So if we already have the notion that booze is somehow good for us, um, maybe on some level it is a bit plausible that champagne does improve our memory. Maybe it doesn't prevent Alzheimer's, but maybe it does make our, you know, brain function a bit sharper somehow. Maybe wine doesn't exactly build muscle, like actually going to the gym, but maybe it relaxes us and lowers blood pressure in some way. Because these articles are in some way taking on already held beliefs, we tend to accept them on some level. And here's why we partially believe these articles of completely fake news are true. We all like to believe that we are rational, we're right, we're good people, and our behaviour in the main demonstrates our goodness. When we are faced with evidence that maybe our behaviour is not good or not logical or harmful or maybe demonstrates weakness or some other negative trait, we experience what's called cognitive dissonance, which is that uncomfortable icky feeling of awkwardness and fear. So in order to get rid of that feeling, um, we have two choices. We can either stop or modify the behaviour in question, or we can look around for alternative evidence, a second opinion that makes us feel all better. So, if you look for them, you will find many articles about drinking that warns us all about the harmful effects of alcohol. In 2015, the Canadian government told us, the chief medical officer from the Canadian government told us that alcohol is not harmless. We need to stop regarding it as being in the food and beverage category and we should view it for what it is, which is a mind-altering drug, a pharmaceutical. The UK, during the same time period, pointed to several real scientific studies that link alcohol consumption, even very moderate consumption, to much, much higher risks of seven types of cancer. And ladies, the risk of breast cancer increases by a whopping 25% if you consume over the recommended limit of 14 units per week. Now, so much so, these scientific studies had so much impact that in the UK, Dame Sally Davis, who is the UK's chief medical officer, warned a committee hearing... I would like people to take their choice, knowing the issues, and do as I do when I reach for my glass of wine and think, do I want the glass of wine or do I want to raise my risk of breast cancer? I take a decision each time I have a glass, quote, unquote. Now, logically, if the chief medical officer of a whole country says publicly that something you are consuming every day increases your risk of a horrible disease and all you have to do to decrease that risk is to stop consuming it you think that there'd be a public outcry and people would stop doing this immediately right no they didn't do that they haven't done that 
and they didn't do that several decades ago when there was the same warnings about smoking and cancer. And look how that turned out. So why don't we take on the actual scientific studies, but we do somehow take on the fake ones? Well, people like drinking. They like smoking. But people do not like feeling bad about a behaviour that they do all the time. So we look around for someone to tell us something that makes us feel better about our behaviour. And lo and behold, a whole bunch of fake research with tiny minuscule grains of almost truth does that. Voila! So is it the Russians trying to sell us more vodka? Well, maybe... My suspicion would be the alcohol industry. They learned well from the tobacco debacle. They don't refute the good science. They just muddy the water with bad science. And then they publish it on the internet as fake news. People read it. They laugh about it. They repost it. They call people like me killjoys for correcting it. And they carry on drinking just like the alcohol industry wants you to. Well, thanks for listening today. I will talk to you again soon. Bye for now.